I love you. I love you. I love New South Wales. Go New South Wales. Until Gordwell, he's ready for anything down on the playing surface with his last word. Thank you, Peter. We can look at the world the way we'd like it to be, or we can look at the world the way it is. And the reality of this situation is if New South Wales lose this game tonight, Queensland are handed their seventh straight State of Origin series win. Now, the current day players cannot be held accountable for what's happened over the previous six years, but they will understand the repercussions of a loss tonight. That will create pressure. They can't be intimidated by it. They've got to be inspired by the challenge. They can't allow the urgency of the situation to deteriorate into panic. They need to use their desperation as a weapon. As we get down to the dying moments of this game and the result comes into focus, there is only one way to deal with the pressure. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust your teammates. You have to believe in yourself. You've got to believe in your teammates. If you see it, don't second guess yourself. Do it and do it 100 mile an hour. No fear, no hesitation. My last word, Peter, is that in this arena, in front of this crowd, tonight, the Blues, without fear or hesitation, will do themselves proud. Enjoy your origin football. Okay, well strap yourselves in. One minute twenty left on the clock. I don't want to go back in history and talk about all the times in the last set of six of the game, Queensland have snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. Smith, Cooper Cronk, Billy Slater and Jonathan Thurston all got together and had a powwow. Just the four of them, just the four playmakers, determining what they are going to do in this final minute, nine seconds. They've just lost 15 to 20 seconds when that scrum play flipped back down, simply stood up, didn't get it back. Come on, Queensland, you boys can do it from here. It's how we this is an experience for King in the box. He's got out of the throne. He's standing and now he becomes a spectator. It's come to Slater and got wins. He shuggles one out. Out, 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 Queensland in many ways. 
stay in the game, boys. Stay in the game. And do what they've done so many times. But the Blues will win this scrum eventually. In fact, the clock will beat them to the feed. The siren. The siren. I think Ben Cummins has said, I want the scrum. Referee said, I want the scrum. Pop in properly. Get down. Yes! New South Wales have won. Origin 2 by 4 points. 16 to 12. New South Wales 16. Queensland 12. DC Chapman, what does that mean? Means we're going to a decider. Yeah, it's Warwick Nicholson here, Queensland. and I've got the man, the myth, DC Chapman next to me. Buddy. Yeah. It's 1-1. One, one. It's 1-all. One we believed, sort of. And uh, welcome to the footy <laughs> show. It's episode 111, and uh, we've got the round 15 preview coming up, but of course the Origin 2 review, 16-12. Our boys getting the job done. How, how good did it feel to be able to wake up this morning and think, it's not going to be seven years? Well, not yet anyway. Well, but that's just it, was a... It's all it is 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 leveling the is playing it, field. Is it tempered? Is Here's it... the thing. Here's the thing. We look like we can win. We we're playing better. We've got the team to do it. We did win. I just look. <clears throat> but yeah, but you don't win Origin by winning one game. You've got yeah. to win two. Well, you do if you're Queensland. They've won the Origin uh, series twice by winning one game. But anyway. Well, they retained it. They yes, didn't win the, it. The draw. The, yeah, that's another series victory. Apparently. Anyway, um, Queenslanders. We'll openly say we'll speak to Maggie Duncan, we'll speak to Maria Seals, we'll speak to that man. Who is he? Mac Nicanoni. Where are you now? Sorry, <laughs> I just love that tune. And uh, Eyes makes a quick appearance as well. You've already heard from him. And as well, GT rings us home with the tips for round 15. But, buddy, we got up. We've made it 1-1. And the thing that I want to ask you as we look towards... Are we, are we supposed to be doing just an intro at the moment? Or That's all it is. But I want, I want this question because to be... If you, if I, want this question, this. I want this question... Okay. To just permeate through the rest of the show. All right. We're going to get deep. If you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to get deep. So be, be prepared for a long intro. Should New South Wales, on the basis of Game 1 and Game 2, be favourites heading into Game 3? That's a tough question. No. And we'll speak to Maria Cialis right after this here. <laughs> I'm not the footy show. Queensland left to right. And the greatest game of all. Episode 95 becomes a reality in front of 84,000 people and millions around Australia and the globe. And Tim Grant with a magnificent opening exclamation to his origin career. Oh, the Panther got the job done. I have never seen Ketras in the seat of Dory's backside like that. Gallon took the second. He said he'd play just like a prop anyway. And so it's the Blues on their own 30 metre line. They run towards the north to the river end of ANZ Stadium, and that is Tamo on the red line. Magnificent start to the sixth from Tim Grant, and then the kick from Carney taken by Slater. Surely, oh, look at that defence from the Blues. Surging defence. Full of enthusiasm. 
depth of the Blues defence. Well, Billy Slater went very, very close to losing it as Dave Taylor takes the ball forward with his head wrapped in bandage. He's through! Front with a dummy and then he sprints down the ground. New South Wales now regrouping down at the southern goal mouth. And it's Brett Stewart who's taken by Jonathan Thurston resting up against the pads. Throw me a frickin' bone here. And the boss needs the info. We're calling Maria Cialis. Maria Mona Lisa Cialis. Hi. Hello Maria Mona Lisa Cialis, how are you? <laughs> Um, I sound like a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have said, right? said a 13 year old boy, maybe a 13 year old girl too, would have too, been okay, but um not, oh, not, not the boy part. Was it too much yelling last night? No, I'm sick. Oh just Larry and Sorry, not even a fun reason. Oh so you didn't have to give us details, we just we would have happy with sick. Um Maria Cialis, uh, I, I assume that the sickness didn't keep you in bed all last night and you managed to watch that little game of football involving New South Wales and Queensland last night? I did, yeah, and no, I wouldn't have missed that. Um, it was just, were you at the stadium? Uh, I, oh, I've got a story to tell you a little bit later on, but um, I didn't make it to the stadium watch with the same group of people that I've watched it for the last 20 years, um, which oh, is nice. always fun. Um, and yes, we finally saw us stop from dying, um, effectively lose seven years in a row. But Dave, where did you watch it? No, I watched it at my house. I had my old man over. That seems to be... The, the origin tradition of the, at our house <laughs> at the keep, moment. He just keeps turning up, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, we um we used to have big get-togethers, but uh, yeah, everyone's moved away. Well, your brother is in what uh, Evans well, Head or something, yeah, Byron Bay, so it's a bit of a hard thing to get right. down. That's right. And the other stinker moved down to Jeringong, and the sister moved down to Canberra. What Wishart country? Uh, Maria, Stinkers. did you just watch it by yourself? I hope not. I hope you watched it with some people. Sure. No, no, I was um, with the guys from work. We were sitting in the media section, which is it's very hard. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried, but to try to contain your excitement in that kind of situation. Were you in the um, the main media box? Was it the main media box? No, well, no, with too many people there. We sort of, we get really good seats um, to the side of them because it was raining. Sometimes we sit at the front of the, um, what do you call those, corporate kind of things. Seats? So like basically <laughs> right on the 50 metre line. Yep. Okay, yeah, the outdoor, yeah, hang on, the outdoor did you suites. Say, yep. Did you say you've got to contain yourself? Well, because you're sort of sitting amongst um, people who are professional and... Uh, so what? Well, yeah. We're at a footy game. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, hang on. Hang She's on. at an origin. Okay, if it, was, exactly. if it was a league, regular league game, I'd understand it. But this is an origin. This is facing seven years of, of, you, of pain and you're desperation. Not being, you're not being professional by sitting down and being quiet. A, a professional rugby league person would be get up, getting up and standing <laughs> and screaming. This is, what but are these people doing? Yeah, I also, I also um, you know, have to write... Queensland stories and you know. Well, okay, that's the question. Did you um? Well, we'll go through the game in just a few seconds. But after the game, just we'll get the Queensland part out of the way. Um, did you go into the Queensland sheds afterward for for news for stories for Big League? I did not. No. Oh, you didn't get the chance. Mm, um, one of my one of the guys went, and I don't think he cared that much. So he basically waited for five minutes and then left. Oh, you should have, you should have gone down there and then accidentally on purpose coughed on him. <laughs> I don't know if she's infectious. <laughs> yes, uh, insinuated by um, DC Chapman. He, you know, if anyone likes a good conspiracy, Maria, it's DC Chapman. Um, yes. Now we we'll go through the game. You, you're obviously. You, you, do you know? Do you know what happened? Oh, here we go. Because of my conspiracies, because I, I let the cat out of the bag, everyone said, "Oh, we better we better go easy this time and not and not you know not keep doing." It. I'm, I'm I'm responsible for New South Wales winning. No one got paid off. Yeah, but there still are a lot of mistakes though. 
No, I, I don't know about that. Well, DC, I don't know about that. I don't know who was responsible for winning. Do you know who was responsible for winning? Well, I reckon it was one Robbie Farah. What do you reckon, Maria? No. Prime Minister? He was very good. He was, oh, he was, he was pretty he damn was, good. He was very good. That's what she's giving us. Now, he on. was very hang good. Hang on. There was a stat I heard today. I think they said that it's the most tackles ever been made in an Origin game. Is but he was only right? very good. Yeah. 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 I think Dallas Johnson had the last. Now, Maria, I would, I would have well, said. Can I also say that, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Robbie oh, Farah, but I think the, the, the term tackle is used. Loosely these days. <laughs> okay, well, let, let, well, yeah, well, okay, well, but it's still very high having, scoring tackle. Having count. said that, uh, compared Maria, to everyone else as well. Having like, said that, the term tackle is very loosely used. Well, Michael Ennis has been pretending to do that for how many years? So um, I had to bring that. <laughs> um, I have to ask you this. Well, I don't want to say it. DC was I? What? What was I? I, I just I can't say it myself. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I was. You got Robbie Barry here. Oh, oh well, Ro- Warwick was right. Thank you. Is that is that is, is that right, Maria? Um. So you're saying if Michael Ennis was playing out today, they would have lost? Oh, I, yes. <laughs> oh, oh wow! I'm not, I um I. She's speechless. We, she can't give we, an answer. Okay, no, this is what I'm asking. This is what I'm asking, Maria. I'm happy to admit that I was wrong, and he, he um. Yeah. Someone was saying to me today, oh, you can't give him uh, like nine, nine and a half of his performance because he didn't do enough of the ball. But I'm thinking, we didn't need to. He was that effective in defence and, get, and just keeping the, the uh, New South Wales um, forwards rolling that he did exactly what he had to do. And, he, and the key yeah. is, he didn't get run over in the middle. That's what everybody kept saying is Farrah can't defend, Farrah can't defend, Farrah can't defend. Um, I take your point on the term tackle is very loose, but even if he made 30 good tackles, that's still an awesome performance. Oh, yeah. Of course it is. And, uh, oh, man... What's he supposed to like? If you make sixty-six tackles, even if half of them are proper ones, it's origin. Like, yeah. what was he supposed to do with the ball when he got it? He's probably <laughs> trying not to cry from exhaustion. Well, we're making a campaign that he should be the prime minister, the next prime minister of Australia, Roberto Ferragio. And wow. um, apparently, one Queenslander wasn't happy with that, and they uh, spelt please a very interesting way. But I will say <laughs> this: if <laughs> Given given what um, Robbie Farah has done, and if he's the Prime Minister of Australia, do we just make Cameron Smith the Governor General? Maybe even the next Queen, main King? Because um, I mean, when you compare the, the, the different accomplishments, I'm not saying that. Let, let him it? let him become the first President of Australia. Oh, when, when, are you bringing up the Republic debate? When we become a republic oh. in about fifty years, we time. have been. We just aren't called that. That's the, that's the long and the short of it. Anyway, that's not what we're here on the Footy Show. We're talking about origin. The game starts, um, and our New South Wales boys start beautifully, but can't get any points. Yeah. What were you thinking after that as opening exchanges, ladies and gentlemen? Were we uh, a little bit worried that we were seeing almost a repeat of game one, where we had the ascendancy and didn't really take advantage of the scoreboard? Yeah, I, but, but I think that always happens in Origin. I wasn't too worried. When I got worried, was in the last, you know, whatever, <laughs> what was the it? The last 18 minutes when uh, we were ahead. Um, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to go home. I was just like, I can't deal with this. I can't have another crushing blow to my soul like this. Okay, well, before we jump too far ahead, Maria, we've got to quickly talk Sorry. about um, 
the decision uh, by Kili Uate not to catch the bomb. Oh. Um, oh. I, I When it first went up, I went, oh, Stuart will catch that. And then obviously then it ended up being Uate's ball, he didn't catch it. The only thing that I will give Uate some out on it at all is that looking at the body language of Stuart, I don't know if he actually said that's yours or there was any communication at all. Well, that's, that's the only thing you figure because yeah. he's a good winner. He catches balls, so I, I don't I'm just assuming that there was some confusion, but you, God, you can't have confusion at the origin, for Christ's sake. Yeah, so that was that hurt us. Um, great play by Ash Harrison to get the the out. That ball bounced straight up in the air. It could have bounced anywhere, and it just sat in the fat part of the ball, and all of a sudden it's 6-4 Queensland. Come on, I don't know if you guys noticed, but every time Pierce put up a bomb, they sort of pretended to jump for it, but it was always slow, yeah. which I found well, really weird. I actually think it's mainly because they don't want to catch a boot to the face, because... Slater's got that little technique down pat where he uh, basically throws his feet out as he catches the ball until he gets is caught he, up by Is anybody. he allowed to do that? Uh, well, until if he, he gets... Cops, if he cops someone in the head when, when doing that, what will happen? I, I, I like Billy Slater. I'm not, I'm not having a crack at Billy Slater here, but I'm just saying it's a technique that he uses to protect himself. Um, and it works quite well. And you're right, Marie. No one really um, challenged mm-hmm. the ball. Um, obviously, we glossed over a little bit of Brett Stewart's try, um, but it was just a short side, uh, a nice outside uh, back play. Uh, he got the ball one on with Thurston, was good enough to get the ball down. But Hannett scores, it's 6-4 at half-time. I must admit, I felt worse at different times in the past at Origin going down just at half-time. I didn't feel too bad about it, how we've been playing. Um, it was only two points. Obviously, Thurston just missed it automatic, no matter where it is. Obviously, that was in, from in front. But you just yeah. felt that if we just had a good start to that early second half, we had to score points, I thought, before the 50th minute, just to keep our ascendancy in that regard. Mm-hmm. And we have the Cooper Cronk incident. I'll ask Matty Duncan about that a little bit more later on. But essentially, are we happy with the call, penalty, and sin bid? Yes? Yep. The only thing that I that baffles me a little bit... In the end, it was a good decision. You've you got to admit that... But, but in the end, if it, was, if it was called a professional foul, bad enough to get him sent off for 10 minutes, then isn't that... Isn't that a penalty try? No, because Billy Slater is in the vicinity. You can't say with absolute certainty that... Yes, that you can. can. No, you can't. If you, if you read how they were running, Carney was definitely going to get her. to that ball first. Definitely. If he wasn't held back and slowed but, down, he was definitely going to get to that ball first. was Slater going to be not be able to actually contest the ball when he got it? You can't say for certain that he didn't. He wouldn't have pulled off a one-on-one tackle and held him up or pushed him over the dead it ball line. It just means. Or... It just means if we look at it with that point of view, we will have a penalty try given once every century. And that's fair enough. Like I think you don't. You can't just give him willy-nilly. I love that word. No, I disagree because the Gus Gould went on to say, "I would be proud of him if he was playing for me because he." Oh, it's a great play by Cooper Cronk. The unfortunate thing for Cooper Cronk is because he knows. That they're very reluctant to give penalty the tries. The result was... If they gave penalty tries for stuff like that, he wouldn't have done it in the first place, knowing he that he might give away up, he, was, he was happy to give up two to save six. Unfortunately for Cronk and Queensland, it gave up 12. Um, New South Wales get the try. Uh, Brett Stewart scores after Todd Carney's uh, show and go, um, exposing Inglis as much as he did um, Harrison on that run to Brett Stewart. And then, of course, the Jared Hayne insane run where he just ran over Thurston, had the ball pulled out, somehow got a foot to it. And uh, Josh Morris appears and... Can I, can I, on the Jared Hayne yep. um, incident, I, I, I don't know what the media and Queenslanders are calling it controversial, <laughs> but in any game, even if the ball, even if you lose the ball, if, if you lose the ball and in the act of losing the ball, it falls on your foot and you have the foresight to kick it, yep. 
that's playing on. I don't understand the problem. Well, what I can't understand as well from that point of view is that how is it not Thurston pulling the ball back? So even if it hit the ground, it's it's a surely it's a knock back from Thurston and not a knock on by Kane. I don't, I don't know. Uh, is there, is no, it, was it was trying to, trying to get controversy out of nothing. Was the term like rebound used? used? I'm not sure. Um, but that happens. Don't Morris actually showed a really nice move on. Um, do you see what he did with Inglis? He slowed down. So yes, Inglis thought, I can catch him. And he went, no, you can't. And, Wooshka. Uh, Wooshka. I, I went, Toshi. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole media box you with just went, who let her in? Who let her in? Um, so we get to out to, uh, it was 16-6 at that stage. Never a safe lead, that 10-point lead, because no, you know when there's a person in the team that he's just going to kick everything from the side. Especially when there was still a good half, half now, an hour or so. The left, next part of the match, and we have to really rush over people because we don't want to um, yeah. bore you, basically, with talking all about New South Wales the whole time, even though we won, so stick it to you, Queensland, um, is the fact that Queensland actually, I thought, executed their game plan really well when they had the ball. Yeah, they did. They kept pushing themselves to where they could isolate the wingers. They obviously isolated uh, Uate for the English try in a really successful way, but our goal on defence on every other play, it was just dead set fantastic. Apparently there was six yeah, there was six um, line dropouts yeah. in the game. We didn't have had any apparently Dom Rush hours tonight which, they said that we haven't had any But that was a result of their tactic to kick and chasing goals. And it worked which, treat. Which we, we didn't do them. at all. We just why held them why did we not do oh, the same? Look, let's not go into what did or didn't happen in that regard, mate. It's a sidetrack issue. We it's... really need to talk about defence by New South Wales, okay? Okay, alright. That was awesome. Those last eighteen minutes I was with a group of guys who watched a lot of Origins, and yeah, okay, we were all on the, the edge of our seats, and we were worried that we were going to score. But there was just something inside you that said, "We're going to hold them." Yeah, you we're, felt, we're gonna you hold, felt safer this time. We're, we're going to hold them, and and Maria, as you said, it was tough for you to be watching at the ground. Um, we weren't quite in that atmosphere, but I wanted to ask. You couldn't really pick it up massively on the audio at the game, but did the New South Wales chant get going much in that last eighteen minutes? Oh, definitely. Um, and cheering, just cheering in general for a tackle or for a good defensive set. I've never heard anything like that before, even at previous Origins. Now, did you go to Game 2 last year? Sorry? Did you go to Game 2 last year? Uh, yes, I did. Because we went last year, Dave yeah. and I, and that was awesome. Like, that was a special... We had very good seats. Special game. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that I, wasn't um, part I, of the I, question, I, Dave. You just no, went, oh, no, you should have no. seen our seats. They were fantastic. No, 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 no but, mean, that, yeah, but hey. that does add to the atmosphere. If you're up Jeeves, here, can you bring me a coffee, Chini, please? Yes, yeah, thank you. I'm no way. Your and... seats add to the atmosphere. Yeah, they do. Um, and I think we were right down near where uh, Hopawade scored that try as well, which was a pretty special moment. But as you're saying, that, that, that atmosphere at ANZ, when it's full capacity... It's yeah, just, absolutely. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I still haven't experienced um, Suncorp yet, and I don't know if I want to. <laughs> especially, especially around. That's <laughs> thank you for reading my mind, Maria. Um, are you Rotten available for dinner? Stinking Queenslanders. Oh, it's just one of those oh, Queenslanders. And then, we, then yeah, obviously. Anyway, we held them out those last eight, eight minutes. I could. I'm going to watch this game um, on the weekend. I've got it on tape uh, back at my place, and. Oh, I'm just going to watch those last 18 minutes again and again and again and again and again, <laughs> and again, and again until we get to game three. Have to ask you, um, Maria, a really important question here. Um, oh, let's go back, I don't know, six or seven, eight weeks. Um, where's your jersey at at the moment, Maria? Oh, I don't know. What's my, what, my jersey? My jersey. See, I, I thought you were going to burn your jersey. That's what I remember hearing. Um, no, I was going to burn my jersey if Jared Hayne played 5'8". Um, <laughs> incidentally, someone needs to teach Jared Hayne how to be a winger. Oh! Yeah. oh. Okay, hang on, hang on. Please, oh please explain. God, the amount of times that he did not realise a kick was coming and he had to... And he's not as fast as Haku or Brett Stewart in sort of 
Um, you were watching the other winger for New South Wales under the ball as well, weren't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, just making sure you're it is, it is a good point she brings up, though. A winger's job is to anticipate when, so when is someone gonna, So to basically, by that, by that logic, when is someone going to teach Akiwade how to play on the wing? He was, he was, yeah, well, yeah. He, he was. Everyone's talking about you know him possibly getting dropped. No off. way, you can't drop him. No, no I was yeah. in the, I was in the when the shows after the game and Ricky Stewart was kind of hugging him and talking to him. So oh. yeah, I think it. You, right. you can't you can't pick him player. and then turf him. He's that exactly that kind of player. If you if you if if New South Wales turfed at Kiwade, you might as well forget about him playing decent football the rest of the year because his confidence would just get. Uh, yeah. Chopped bits, uh, and, and you can't, just... but you can't not turf him for that reason. Put it this way, I can tell you right now, as much as I know you like Brett Morris, they just do the same thing to Brett Morris. They target Brett Morris in the air on the on the wing. Oh right, I they see do exactly the same thing. Um, so you've you've kept your jersey. You just want to make sure that in DC, I believe you were going to burn your jersey as well. Is that right? You got just, in that bandwagon. Just for the record, Brett Morris would be able to take a high ball fair sight better than and then he'd drop it. Okay, uh, so that's origin number two from a New South Wales perspective, everyone. We level up at one I was, I was. I, I burned on my jersey, was. I, I actually sat there and watched it burn, and then suddenly, all of, out of nowhere, my jersey reappeared. A <laughs> Cu- couple of days ago. It, it, it somehow... Yep, let's go with that. Um, yep. I had some very interesting uh, conversations on Twitter after the game, etc. Um, those Queenslanders, they know how to take a, a, a defeat uh, with good grace and um, dignity, don't they, Maria? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. There was this... There's always one dickhead, hey, at the ground. <laughs> These Queenslanders sitting amongst New South Wales fans. First he was giving them the finger, then he was putting up, you know, six in a row, whatever. But he went home early, so... <laughs> that was commitment, I like that. Um, I actually seriously reckon, I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously we, we will win this series. I think there's no doubt about that, is there, everybody? We're going oh, to win. Goodness gracious. Get going through Confidence, sure. Maria. Confidence. Just say confidently everyone believes you. Um, but oh, I, I have real... I, I have serious grave doubts that if... Just say that we happen to lose. I'm not going to. But say we happen to lose like this year. You know year, what's going to happen, don't Next you? year. Okay, let's go. Say that'd be seven. That'd be eight. That'd be nine. What if Queensland, If Queensland happen to get to ten in a row, they're in a world of hurt because once Queensland has run out of fingers to count... <laughs> like what's going to happen? They're going to, they're no, going to start means, going. Um, but but hang on, but hang on. That means they, oh, they, they, they can't get no, no. to eleven. Some of them, some of them will get to eleven. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> some of them will get to eleven. <clears throat> we love you, Queensland. Um, now, Maria, we have to get your tips for uh, round number fifteen um, as we head off here on the Footy Show. Always a pleasure to chat to you. Just so everybody knows, Queensland a dollar fifty-five favourites into game number three, and New South Wales two forty-five to win the series. And after we all declared New South Wales certainties, Maria especially. Um, the supreme confidence um, from the sick prawn. Now, I think I used that term last year, Dave, and you weren't sure what I meant by that. You never heard of the term sick prawn, have you? No. You haven't. Yeah, I used it last year. Did you? It's, it's fine. It, it just means you're not, not looking okay. too flash. As in, because you're sick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not that we. Right. Anyway, she's not in the studio. Although Maria, I will say this: we're going to definitely get you in the studio at some stage um, this year. I have moved locations, so it's happening. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay. Uh, no, I fr- my voice. I really, I'm trying to convey excitement. It's gone. <laughs> okay. Friday night, uh, your Bulldogs are unbelievably favourites against the Dragons in Wollongong. What's going on? Well, why wouldn't they be? Oh, see that, that confidence. I picked it up within the voice. Um, you're, pretty, you're pretty confident you're going to win? I am. Not confident enough to go down to Wollongong because I couldn't handle an hour and a half drive back. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. I'm... 
I'm covering this game for the Dogs website, and um, it's a nice drive. I'm, you know, not, I'm not going. I'm not going to Wollongong. You kidding? Nah. It's nice. Um, a Friday night, God. Nah. If we're on a Saturday or a Sunday, we might we do that again. That's a good point, though. The Friday night, and they love the Friday night game down there at the Gong for some mm. reason. I don't it's know. The first game of the Gong. Now, um, will the uh, stand stay up uh, during the match? <laughs> oh, Maria? I hope so. Um, North Queensland, yeah. Brisbane. North Queensland, Brisbane? Uh, North Queensland. She said, it, it sounded like the Broncos North Queensland matched together, didn't it? No, she said North Queensland. Okay, just making sure. Cronulla and New Zealand. I hate uh, saying New Zealand. It's always when I look on the odds, they always say New Zealand. It's the Cronulla and the Warriors, um, sorry. Cronulla. Woo! Paul Gallon, no certainty. Uh, Parramatta and South Sydney? It's no certainty. What about my Supercoach team? <laughs> what about everybody's dream team? Corey Parker as well, gone. Yeah, oh, it's um, carnage. How come we didn't see? Parramatta. Parramatta? Oh, gee whiz, confidence with the eels. Gold Coast and Penrith? Gold Coast. <laughs> You're delusional. Uh, West Tigers and Sydney? Uh, Tigers. Uh, and the final game, Dave, can you remember what it is? No, I can't. You, you got rid of the blooming <laughs> screen. screen to... It's the Storm and the Seagulls. You did? I don't know why, but, yeah. You going to stick with it? Yeah, well, I'm not, I can't really separate especially with Slater out. Like, that's the first big injury Melbourne's ever had, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they cope. Very good point. Um, DC Chapman, you need to pick your fried rice. Who is it? Uh, Tigers. All right. Maria, you're going to get the Bulldogs then. Sweet. Done. Done. Sorted. Maria Cialis, thanks for being on the footy show this week. Um, we Thank hope you. that you can get better, um, and congratulations for braving the the illness last night and getting out there and uh, seeing those mighty blues make it 1-1. And, uh, your man of the match was Robbie Fowler, right? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm um, not even kidding. I think I, no, I, I think you picked Jared. No, you picked um, James Tamau. Tamu. Tamu, Tamau, whichever one it was. Oh, it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good this game. Tim Grant was amazing. There you go. All right, Maria Cialis, thanks for being with us. We'll speak to you next. Is she going to tell us a little bit about Big League? No? No, I try... I tried to buy it in the shops today and it wasn't out, so... Um, okay. What? The, no, I'm serious. Uh, two weeks in a row I've been to Northbridge News, Ag- News Agency and they haven't had Big League two, two weeks in a row, so I'd like you to look into that for me if you could. Sure, that's an hour, right? <laughs> I'll get on to our circulation manager. Yeah, that's all good. Thank you very much, Maria Cialis. We'll speak to you next week on Not The Footy Show. Thanks, guys. Talk later. Over to you, Freddie. I'm trying to get Timmy Green out of here. The Blackie Blues have got hold of him. How was that experience? Mate, I'm on top of the world. That's the best feeling ever. They talk about origin difference in the club. Can you can you tell us what the difference is? Oh, mate, I'm not too sure. Probably the emotion, you know. Walked out of the hotel today and I felt, felt 10 foot tall. It was unbelievable. What about 84,000 people? Oh, it's unbelievable. There's 38 of my family here as well. And <laughs> it means a lot to me. It's unbelievable. Right, we've got one more game. Can we do it? It's unbelievable. You're unbelievable. Cheap, mm-hmm. nasty, mm-hmm. and downright boring. All right, there was Maria Cialis. Always a great chat. And I'm sorry, everyone, we just went. We, we always go on about the blues, don't we? Yeah, well... I, I mean, we, the commitment from her to talk to us when she was sick. Yeah. You know, that shows you how much New South Wales cares. They care, Dave. That shows you how, passion, how passionate she is. I even wrote something in um, how somewhere. How committed. Um, I'm going to ring up uh, the man called... Uh, what's his name again? Matty Duncan. Uh, can you just show me the number so I can actually... I, him? No, I can't. Uh, I always forget the, 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 the number is um, something here, something here, something, something dark side. <clears throat> uh, Every, everywhere. 
Yep, that's right. All right, I pressed the, the keys. Well, all right. Are we going to give it to him, Was? Come on, Matty. Doesn't want to talk to us. Queensland doesn't Running scared. To us. Oh, oh, he's oh. answered. We Sorry, was that was that? I can't hear you, Matt. There's so much construction in the background. Okay, anyway, we've got some technical issues. Go again. Oh, yeah, there that's he much is. better. That's um, much better. We've got May Duncan, the Queenslander, the token, as we call him here. I'm not the Woody Show. Token. Um, what were you just talking about construction? Well, last after Origin One, I got the, the message from our man May Duncan, who yes. does a fine show, Sports Fever. Well, I heard that before Origin One last time was. It was we didn't know the result. In all fairness. Yeah, in all fairness, and he, and he said, "Oh, can you come on the show on Thursday?" And I said, "Oh, yeah, no dramas." And he goes, "Oh, even if you lose, you're up with that." And I said, "Yeah, no dramas, mate." Easy as. Yeah. So I rock up and um, get that lovely Greg Inglis incident to uh, talk about. Yes. Um, I thought I was quite... Went on with for 15 minutes, but anyway, continue. The segment went for five. Gee, we just putting facts into the story. Um, anyway, uh, we, we, we talked about it. <laughs> we got through it. Uh, I think we agreed that Queensland was a better team. They were leading at the time. All lots of stuff. And I thought, to be honest, I, I handled myself quite well in the, the pains of defeat again. Yes. And then I uh, kept looking at my phone during the week and um, waiting for a message from Maddie. Can you be on the show this week? No, it didn't come, didn't come, didn't come. And then, I don't know, ah. we get we get past uh, Sports Fever's time from 8 till 9 every Thursday on 101.5 FM up there in Queensland and uh, the time goes by. I don't get the phone call. No phone call. Conspiracy happening in Queensland. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I get a little explanation. Only time for one interview this morning, mate. Construction outside the studio makes it impossible to hear. True story. That is the line that Queenslanders try and sell you when they don't want to have to talk about it. I can, I can pull up articles from the Caboolture Shire Council. Ah, yes, mate. Uh, I, I believe you because I've been uh, working next to a construction site for the last uh, six months and it's been great fun. Uh, but we didn't get a chance to speak this morning, but we can speak about it now. I know you're enthusiastic and... and Really keen to talk about New South Wales 16, Queensland 12. No, it was. No, credit to New South Wales. They were, they were the better side. They took their chances. They played an aggressive brand of football. They rattled Queensland. They got the money. Yeah, it's a very well put um, summary. And we probably could have used you in the opening segment instead of going on for 25 minutes with Maria. <laughs> <laughs> um, buddy, the, the big question. Yes. Can I, can I just open up? The big question, Maddie. Queensland, outplayed or underperforming? Sort of oh, that. a bit of <laughs> well, not really. a common base. Yeah, column A, column B, yeah. Why, why is that, mate? Well, I think New South Wales certainly outplayed them. But, you know, Queensland, um, some, some bad errors. And I, I know a few of the errors you can put down to New South Wales having a rattle, but some of the, the you know, to use the, the, the tennis term, unforced errors, some real simple unforced errors from Queensland, you know, which you probably, you know... They're, they're, Slightly to the pressure that New South Wales were yep. putting on them, but uh, just some some mistakes that you can't make in Origin football. I don't care what what pressure you're under. Those some of those simple drop balls, Matty Scott, uh, Ben Hennett, uh, particularly in that last ten minutes or so, Hodges no. and uh, Dave Taylor. Taylor. Mm. Yeah, actually, interesting you bring that up because I know Dave. I don't know if I recall correctly, Dave, but right. you were going on about something you know, after game number one yeah. about um, there being this uh, media magnate up there in Queensland. He was paying you South Wales to drop the ball on the ground. Yeah. So what you're saying is... I, I got them running scared. No, you, no you, you rang up your mate in New South Wales who no, offered no, no, some no. money to the Queenslanders to make those no, fundamental no, errors that no, we've been no, making. No. Is that right? I, I got them running scared, so they thought, well, we better not do it this time because <laughs> Dave Chapman's alerted well, everyone to what's so going on. so much New South Wales holding so, the ball. So none of our Queensland. players were paid. So now we had a proper contest, and therefore we won. Queensland, as Matt says, 
they just they they played like New South Wales has played in too many games in the last six years, effectively, isn't it, Matt? Oh, pretty much was. Yeah, just it, it, it's a game of very few chances. Origin these days, you know, as much as I know Queensland won six series in a row, whatever. But there's, there's very little between yeah. the two teams. There and. You know, if you make errors in, in Origin football, or if you if you cop a man in, in the sin bin, in which we've seen, you know, the, the tail in, in both the Origin so far, it's the, the teams are that evenly matched. Uh, mistakes and, and sin bins will, will cost you the game. And at the end of the time, that oh, we had two sin bins in two of the Origin games. Um, I think that they're, they're different kind of ones. We've discussed it with Maria a little bit, though. But um, essentially, we've just all agreed that the decision was the correct one. DC wants to push for a penalty try, but he's he's dead set. What's the word I like? Delusional. Delusional. Um, I, I tell you, I was watching the game was and knowing how important 13 men on the field is, I wanted a penalty try just to, and get yeah. on the field. Well, that's, a, that's the other, I guess, point that comes up. And people, if you're listening out there and you want us to put your view forward, the penalty try, does that negate the um, sin bin 100% of the time, you reckon, Matt? Oh, I'm pretty sure it was. I think it's one way or the other. Okay. Uh, it, was the, it was the right call to get him binned. And, he get, and as Phil Gould was saying, and Dave's touched on it, is that, you know... He has to play in his mind. Do I give up the two points for the six points? I mean, he doesn't make that decision, I guess, consciously when it happens. But as a player, you're always going to try and stop the try any way possible. Um, well, you try and stop the try, and, and I guess the thing is, you, you half hope you can get away with the two, or the yeah. cop ten in the bin. And and it's happened before. You've seen players. Uh, I think uh, there's one with Billy Slater uh, in the Test match. I think he got away with it uh, massively, doing ex- exactly that. Um, with the Kiwis earlier this year. The, the thing too with losing a halfback, as much as they and and Krog particularly, as such an organiser, organising halfback, he's a huge player to lose in that team. And oh yeah, they, the, the, the defence was in sixes and sevens. I know they missed some pretty simple tackles anyway, but that really rattled them when when they knew Krog was off the field. Now we obviously have to look at all the injuries and stuff that come out of the game, but there's one player I got to I got to point a finger at. And I think it's been practically, oh, not all season, but he's been up and down like a yo-yo, and that's Jonathan Thurston. Especially when Kronk was binned. I know he didn't get a lot of ball, but to me, that was where Thurston had to step up and really make your kicking game as good as it could be. Yeah, it was. His kicking game was, was off all night. Uh, Smith and Kronk were enormous in the kicking department and kept Queensland and probably got Queensland back in, in the game in that second half. But yeah, Thurston, I don't know what's wrong. He, he was... Slightly off in game one, he you know he's nothing short of terrible in game two. He, he seemed out of sync with his back line all night. Put a lot of pressure on his centres. The, the centres copped a, a lot of criticism. I know Hodges, you know, made that bad blow at the end, but yeah. they just gave him no room to work all night. And, and you know that's normally Hodges' key. And again, you've got to give credit to New South Wales how they defended it. But uh, yeah, he he was awful, and, and there's no other way to put it. Now, uh, I have to ask you about the man we're pushing for Prime Minister of Australia. That's Robbie Farrer. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, how didn't he get man of the match was? <laughs> we were talking uh, conspiracy theories there before. But, um, you know, there was a, there was a massive plunge on, on Greg Bird before the game to win man of the match. And, oh, geez, I'll tell you what, I'd be filthy if I was uh, Robbie Farrer. Well, that's exactly right, buddy. Um, the, the issue really is that... Um, Matty Johns said on Arrow on Fox on Wednesday night that uh, he said put a sneaky uh, some money on Greg Bird to be man of the match eleven bucks and uh, I don't know about you but yeah, I'm pretty happened. I'm pretty aware that uh, Matty Johns is well connected allegedly um, and he's had a bit of a history with other things involving uh, four legged horses 
Um, allegedly. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It just He played very well, Greg Bird, but Robbie Farrow, um, he kept New South Wales going the whole night. And for 60 tackles or 40, whatever the number really was, I was saying to Maria, the, the key for him was he kept New South Wales playing they wanted to play the whole, whole 80 minutes. Let's bring up the Billy Slater incident. Can I? Can I? Before we go to that, I want to bring up Robbie Slater's. Uh, Robbie. <laughs> Robbie Farah's opposite. Kamek Stoichkovic. What, what did you think of Cameron Smith's effort last night? He just said he was the second best player on the football. He's best. But, but do you think he really was? Because I, I thought he wasn't. <laughs> he there. just said that. Cameron Smith. Oh, I'll let you answer in a sec. Mate, I'll just try to put my view on it. He is one of those players that sometimes you don't notice just how effective he's been. Um, the thing that Cameron Smith did awesome last night, and he's he's the best at it by absolute country mile. He slows the play the ball down absolutely beautifully. When he, he was beautiful, yeah. When he tackled last night, I thought he was he, he probably saved Queensland a lot of hassle um, in field position by slowing down New South Wales through that middle of the ruck. Um, to me, that was the strength of his game was his ability to slow the play the ball down. What were your views on him, mate? Oh, I absolutely was in, in defence and attack. this year, if you remember with the Almanac, Dave. Did I have a number one? Yeah, Cameron. And, Cameron and, and Yeah, and, and it was justified, but I don't I don't know. I just haven't seen it this year. Oh, mate. mate Stormer 11, 2 yeah, or something, Yeah, that's, that's a good point, and I suppose... <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, fair point. And, and having I said, that, seen that, having said the, that, though, this, is, this is the point that's important to, to make clear, everybody, is that Dave... Yeah, Foxtel, do you? Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it's true. You, you've got to take my... He does, and we need to go to his teammate, and this is where the next part yeah, of the, exactly of the right. thing, buddy, is Slater playing busted pretty much all night. Um, we were talking about the Robbie Farrow tackle on him, and there's a lot of Queenslanders saying that Robbie Farrow is a grub. And Have they not watched Origin for the last 20-something years, mate? Oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I agree. Well, so, I, I think grub in Origin is, is a bit of a stretch, but yeah, I, I And I think, you know, the, the I mean, I bring up his name because, you know, how much I've been campaigning for the Robbie Farrow train at number nine for New South Wales for how many thousands of years. But I never thought that Queensland ever really were worried about Michael Ennis. He could, he could act like an absolute niff-nuff, but they didn't care because yeah. he was never going to hurt him on the scoreboard. Uh, yeah. The players, you know, I, I know growing up too, the players that you hated are the players that were pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the mark of respect at origin level. Um, so congratulations, Roberto Ferragio. Uh, Slater gets hurt, but he, he, he still... Pulls out, I thought, a pretty decent effort, all things considered, through the night. Made a couple of mistakes, but you know that happens. He, I mean, you he can't... can still read that ball <laughs> so well. You can't play that 
you can't play at the top level all the my, time, but gee whiz, he's, my, he's my dad always whinges about how we always kick the ball directly to Billy Slater. <laughs> it's called a positioning. But, but he, it's because he knows where to go. It's because yeah. he can read it well and, and gets there in time and okay. makes the catch. We established this evening that apparently he's definitely out of Origin 3. Four to eight weeks on the sideline with a PCL injury. Um, that puts him in uh, out of the series. This is the question now for you, Matty Duncan. As a Queenslander trying to beat New South Wales to win Game Three or even draw, if that's what you need to do, <laughs> do you move Greenhills to fullback? Oh no, Dan Inglis will go fullback. Never. So there's no room for Benny Barber. What's that, sorry? There's no room for Ben Barber. Already put him on the wing and put Tate in the centre. I don't think in a, in a decider was. I, I I I know they drafted him in as a 19th, 18th man or whatever he was in this side. Despite everything that went wrong, injuries, outplayed. Uh, drop balls, Queensland got lost by four, and you yeah. know if they had got to a kick in that last five minutes to England over Uarte, fair chance they win the game. I, I don't make any changes that you don't have to. Okay, this is the element that I want to bring up: is that the man that you bring in logically based on what he did last year is is Danger Nielsen, uh, Danger Mouse, whatever they call him, who's Mr. Vanilla as it as it gets. I think you might be more of a threat to the Blues. If you pick Tate in the centres and pick Barber on the wing, then yeah, pick... I, I just don't. I, I've got a question. I, I know Barber's freakish, but it's not the Queensland way to do things. And I, all I remember was is, is a game they'd used him on the bench a couple times, Matty Bowen, and they start him at fullback, mm. um, and and John's tall Queensland to shreds. I just don't like his his size. I, I, I think Tate's work wonderfully on the wing. I, I think Nilsson's a good enough defender. He'll, he'll build his job for 80 minutes, and that's to, to stop his opposite number. You've got Inglis at the back who can create magic. I, I think that's what they've got to go with. The, the other option... Yep, I was going to say, Darius. ...would be... Well, no, I think you've got to play Inglis at fullback. Now, yeah. some talk maybe Darius to the centres because okay. he's probably a superior defender. Yeah. Oh. Bring in either maybe a Barber or even a, a Justin O'Neill who's got a bit yeah. of size. Yeah, it's, no, it's not, not the, the worst idea. The thing that I... I just caution with a guy like Nielsen is um, it's all well and good to play Dane Nielsen in games one and two like he did last year. He didn't play game three, did he? Uh, no. no um, he, he replaced Inglis in one and, and yeah, in two. Or is my viewpoint is you just need those weapons. Um, push comes to shove at the end of this, like in the game three. I think, I think you want to have more bullets in the gun than you want to necessarily have Kevlar on. I don't know. I butchered that analogy or whatever I was supposed to say. But essentially, I would like to have Ben Barber in my side. Now, how long have you had these pains, Mr. Barber? Now, that's Babar. Two Bs? One B. B-A-B-A-R. That's two. Yeah, but not right next to each other. I thought that's what you meant. Arnold Babar. Isn't there a children's book about an elephant named Babar? I don't know. I don't have any. No children? No elephant books because he could turn a game more than Dane Nielsen because he'll just, as the old saying goes... Yeah, but don't you have to worry about he might stuff it up as well? He he might win the game, but he also might crack Mm. under pressure. Anyway, we have to move on from this, boys, um, because we have uh, drawn things out a little bit here. Uh, I wanted to just read something very quickly from... uh, I don't know, Maddie, if you saw my game preview. Well, it wasn't really a preview that I put up uh, Tuesday morning. Did you see that? Yes. Um, essentially, it was me starting off talking about previewing Origin 2 and then making an impassioned case that New South Wales cares more about Origin than Queensland. And I got a very interesting response from a Queenslander who didn't put their name to it, but this is what they said. 
<laughs> was it Matty Duncan, was it? <laughs> Maybe it was that man, Mac Nicanoni, I don't know, I haven't seen him for a while. Um, he says, well, it's nice to see New South Wales finally understanding why it means so much to Queensland. Pre-origin Queensland were continually thumped and ignored by pro-New South Wales Australian selectors. These are the key reasons we despise New South Wales and cherish every victory and this glorious streak. Finally getting a taste of feeling downtrodden, finally understanding what it's like to be a Queenslander, Welcome at last to what Queensland is about. That's to what, what Origin res- is all about. Sorry, to what Origin is all about. That was a response that I had to something that I wrote um, yesterday on my website. It was an interesting comment because it sort of says... I mean, it was and it was done 20 minutes before the game was, game was played. It's, it's admitting that Queenslanders are actually beneath New South Welshmen. No, it's actually saying that they realise <laughs> that there are people in New South Wales that actually care as much about Origin as they do. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. And, that... he, and he cherishes it when they beat us because they know they're, that they're not as good as us. <laughs> anyway. So when they actually Maddie, I was win... just basically saying, how do you view... <laughs> Maddie's well, I, know, I know how you I've view it, Maddie. To... Well, he just, he just... I just read his words, so oh, that's okay. why he's quiet. Right. Um, obviously, there are some... What's the, the general feel that you think there is in Queensland? Oh, I, I think was there's, there's, there's... A lot of Queenslanders, we realise there's... there's passionate fans like yourself um, and, and guys like Ricky Stewart and Phil Gould and you know Glenn Lazarus some of those those players yep. really get origin now I, I just think as a, as a whole what we think as Queenslanders more of us get it than more of you get it I yep. think it's, it's just we know there's there's people you know New South Welshmen probably get it more than some Queenslanders but just as a whole it just seems that we get it a bit more but but there's plenty of you out there that are passionate about it. Now, I just want to quickly, before we get your tips for round 15, take you back 10 years ago, or 11 years ago. You said Ancient of Wales had just smashed you 3-0 in that series. What was the feeling in Queensland then, from the every from every the man uh, kind of feel, up there in Queensland towards origin? Uh, it, it hasn't really... I, I, you've got a lot more bandwagoners now, Oz. Yep. There's honestly people that... that w- Watch three games a year. Like there, there was always that bandwagon element that, that, that people, and it, for no real reason that it, it frustrates me. You get these people that they, they chime in three games a year and, and talk about being passionate Queenslanders, and you know they, they weren't there in the tough times. But they, you know they still sold out. You know you'd sell out. We, I, I guarantee Queensland could lose ten series in a row. You'd still sell out Lang Park. People just love cheering on Queensland. Well, I think that's. The byproduct of winning six series in a row now. Hopefully, that has really established that in um, the next generation. I think of Queensland fans because I mean, you think about as sort of our generation of fans. I mean, you grew up uh, like I did, mate, watching Queensland, the back end of that glorious era with uh, Lewis and, and the like, and then you had to endure the Daly uh, Stewart era, and then we had that glorious period with Fatty Vorton, the superstar. But we had a bit of a we had the ebb and flow of uh, Queensland were great for a little bit for two or three years. I was in Australia and then New South Wales, then Queensland, New South Wales, and now we're back into that whole Queensland thing. It's going to be interesting to see, as you say, how the bandwagons go if New South Wales are able to turn this around and, heck, even win... It's a big even, if. even, I'm saying if, even if New South Wales win two in a row, it'd be very interesting to see how it affects it up north. Well, there's a lot of people that have taken origin for granted in the last couple of years, Was yep. there, there really are. There's, there's people... And, there, you know, I know some people who, who would say, oh, I hope... Who's got tickets for Game Three? Who said, "Oh, look, I hope New South Wales win the second one oh. to decide." Like, I did you I, throw something at him? Whatever that was, I can't. I, <laughs> I was disgusted. I just, you, just, you just ran him over, didn't you? That's why he couldn't oh, talk I, to I can't handle that. But yeah, there, there, there's an element of fan out there that, that, that take Origin for granted, and you can't. No. It, well, mate, I can tell you right now, and you're lucky you have an experience, mate. But 
Um, the last 20 minutes last night, they and I have mentioned that you know we felt like we were going to hold out, but what drove us to believe in the Blues was can we can we handle another year? Can we handle seven in a row? We can't. We just can't do it. But it was, that was the case three years ago. <laughs> and that's the thing. We're, we've lived like that, at, in, in, I guess. And that's the beauty. And, and Phil Gould said it beautifully at the top of the show. You can't live with that fear. you just got to read the challenge and, and hope you can overcome it. Hey, Cam, that's time you won a game. <laughs> Buddy, get your tips for round uh, 15 very quickly. Uh, Friday. Oh, I've already okay. written that down, Dave. Um, on Friday, we have uh, the Dragons and the Bulldogs. Okay, your Broncos minus uh, host of stars, Corey Parker, who's just stuffed up about four billion dream teams um, by getting injured again, that poor bloke. What, that, what happened his, there? His leg just opened up like Everyone a ravine. Everyone saw the gash, but how did it happen? Apparently he did it to himself. Is that right, Matt? Yeah, that's what, that's what he's reported. He, he got himself with his own, own start. So he did that, but very uncoordinated effort. I um, think, but, yeah. Mate, we both picked the Bronx to beat the Roosters last week. Got up there. We're both pretty confident. Um, I hate picking North Queensland, but... Are you going to pick the Broncos based on what you've seen, what you think they might do, or is it more that the Cowboys aren't going well enough? Bit of, bit of both, probably was. Griffin was on the, the news last night. He he, he said, "Don't call us the baby." He's, he's heard you. What he said, "Don't call us the baby Broncos." He said, "We're <laughs> we're a serious team." He said, "No matter what team we put on the park each week, we've got to go in expecting a win." I like what he said. I I, I think they added. They've got the right attitude. They'll get the money. One of the producers at work actually used Baby Broncos in their title for the victory. Um, let's just say I'm not talking to him at the moment. Uh, that's just disrespecting the good players in your team, really. Um, Cronulla versus the Warriors, Saturday afternoon. Uh, tough one was. I'll stick with my theory to tip Warriors through origin period. Okay. Uh, then we have the uh, Eels and the Bunnies. Um... Eels and the Bunnies. Uh, I'll go for uh, the Rabbitohs. Okay, then we've got the Titans and the Panthers. Uh, oh, Titans are killing me. I'll go for the Panthers. <laughs> You're on my bandwagon, aren't you? Just can't pick the Titans this year. Just not... I'll go for my fours. I'll let them off once and they let me down. <laughs> Tigers and uh, Roosters. Are you going to finally tip the Tigers once or what? Oh, oh, they'll finally back on the Tigers. <laughs> Watch me stop them. <laughs> Very much so. And then finally, uh, Manly take on Melbourne. Alright, even without a billion Slater. Uh, we expect everyone that uh, Duffy will go to fullback or O'Neill will go to fullback. That's how they'll cover Billy Slater. Uh, now, I can tell everybody that DC's taking the Tigers. He's fried rice. Maria's taking the Bulldogs. Uh, GT will take the Cowboys. So, you can have whoever you like, mate. What have I got left there, Wallace? Uh, from your list, I think Bunnies were the first team on your list, mate. Go the Bunnies. Okay, Souths for... Matty Duncan, uh, I'll quickly say my tip is the Warriors to beat the Sharks, and then Nick will speak to hopefully right at the end of the show to round out uh, fried rice. Buddy, thanks very much for chatting with us, and we'll uh, speak to you next week on the footy show. Good on you, boys. Thanks for that. See you, Matty. Robbie Farah for PM. <laughs> See you, mate. All right. Take out the papers and the trash, or you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrap that kitchen floor... You ain't gonna rock and roll no more. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. Da 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 da. I knew you were trouble the second I laid eyes on you. Excuse me. I just have never heard this kind of music before. <laughs> All right, there he was, uh, Matty Duncan. We are talking to GT in 
literally seconds here on Not the Footy Show. Show? Show? Haha, Painted, you lost! Should we just try and talk to him lots and lots about Origin? See what he see how he reacts. Come on, Trevally. Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beat. I must be out before I pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Giant Trevally. How are you, mate? I am wonderful, I am wonderful. I imagine you're feeling a bit better than uh, last time we spoke. What, what happened? Um, well, I think you're just pleased for me. I think I backed a win on Monday. Not much <laughs> happened in between. A few, few good nights sleep. Yeah, yeah, very, very good, mate. Uh, you uh... Did you have a good time, GT? Doing what? Watching, I... w- watching, watching New South Wales play Queensland. Oh, that game. Okay, sorry. Just we've spent 45 did, minutes on I it. I missed it completely. You did, mate, you did. Um, okay, but the first question for everybody, GT is from a website called gttips.com.au. I was, was going to ask him what he was drinking. He's a, he's a betting maestro, you can in a second. <laughs> um, uh, but he often uh, brings up some fantastic tips here on Not The Footy Show. Before we ask you what you were drinking while you were watching Origin, mate, we have to ask, did any of your uh, selections get up? Um, yeah, score draw for us. We went. Um, we, I couldn't let Queensland go off underdogs, so we we tipped them plus two. But then we we, we had under thirty four and a half points yep. as well. So you know, coming down that final stretch, it actually was very difficult for us to win because either Queensland were going to score and the totals would get beat, or they weren't, and you know they would get mm. beat. But no, I was, I, was, I was pleased for the uh, pleased for the competition to see you boys level the uh, series. Yeah, it was very funny actually. The over under started at thirty six and a half, and I kept looking at it with the guys at work and saying. People will not watch Origin games. I, I couldn't understand why it was so large. And then obviously we had the rain over the weekend, got into thirty-four and a half, and it was still like Origin's just not. It's very rarely high scoring, so it was just surprising. So congratulations for tipping your readers uh, up on that tip. Now, DC, you wanted to know what he was drinking. Yeah, GT. When, when you go out and have a good time, what do you drink? Um, well. There's two things. Obviously, you've got to remember the time difference. So when State of Origin was on, I was having a GTT, a, a cup of tea. Um, and then, <laughs> an old grey? On, on, on an evening, um, I'm an ale man myself. An ale man. Okay. What about, um, what about what's your favourite cola? Favourite cola? Yeah. Um, whatever it's, not, it's whatever not working, Ross. So full, full of sugar, full of caffeine. Uh, are you setting me up for something here? Well, it's not, it's not on our benefit. It's, we don't even think it's funny. But um, that man that we don't speak about often here on The Footy Show anymore, um, Mac Nicanerny, he really wants to sh- you to tell us how you say the word not Coke. Uh, Coca-Cola. No, the other one. Pepsi. Sorry, what was that? Pepsi. <laughs> there you go. Apparently, I've got to go find now on YouTube some David Beckham clip where he just says Pepsi all the time and apparently uh, play that. No, he's from Essex. There's a, there's a horrible part of the country <laughs> called, called Essex here, which... Um, it's its own little culture. Well, there you right? go. Uh, that's, that's, on, that, that, that joke is on Mac Nicknoney. That joke is on If it's not funny, everyone, um, just blame. Where are you now? Pepsi. Pepsi. That's hard. Pepsi. 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 
Pepsi. Now, we have to go to our round 15 tips, buddy, but very quickly, uh, the market we've just established uh, for game number three is roughly, or the series is roughly $1.55 for Queensland, two forty-five for New South Wales. Any value there at all for the Blues? There's going to be a huge patriotic plant in a sense, isn't there? I think uh, every Blues will, will be rushing to take, what, $2.50 the other side? Or... Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, there's obviously a bit of value. I've liked Queensland from the start. I've backed Queensland to win the series. So I was a bit disappointed they couldn't finish the job off yesterday. I think um, I think they're a class act, and it'll be different gravy up in there. Uh, now, you have heard that Billy Slater won't play Origin 3? Is that confirmed? Confirmed. Can I can I have a little wager with you at twenty dollars that he uh, makes an appearance? <laughs> oh, uh, it's just it's just one of those things. I mean, how far off is, off is it? Uh, three it's weeks, it's weeks? three weeks between each Origin. Um, they've announced that he's out. He's basically he's done his PCL, which apparently you don't need. He said in a press conference today. He says <laughs> the docs told me like I really don't need it. Uh, so, um, and apparently it's four to eight weeks is what they're saying. Um, he won't play this weekend. He won't play the. The weekend after the storm actually had the buy before Origin uh, three. Oh, oh mate, I hope he plays in some regards because I'd love it that Queenslanders can't turn around and say exactly. they didn't have Slater. That's exactly what um, I was thinking. But I, I can't, I can't put any uh, poundage down there, mate. But uh, it's a, it's a very nice thought for maybe uh, Matty Duncan might uh, take you up on that one. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying stranger things have happened, and Slater we already know is a is a is a freak, isn't he? So. Don't, don't rule them out just yet. Okay, now uh, we have to look at all the games coming up into this weekend, mate. And uh, I guess I just wanted to get a feel from you. Uh, right at this moment, Melbourne, I think they're sitting on a, I think it's a two, a four-point lead at the top of the, the minor premiership. We had this discussion a month ago. We asked, could Melbourne be caught? If they go down to the Seagulls on Monday night, uh, are Brisbane all of a sudden uh, a chance to take that minor premiership, mate? Well, I remember you posed the question, didn't you? You said, mm. uh, shall we just load up, mortgage the house and take the dollar uh, two that Storm win the minor premiership? And this is obviously a bit of after timing, but I did say then, I said, no, what you want to do is get on the Broncos to be the Knights. I think it was at the same price and you get paid that weekend. Um, this is just the sort of thing that can happen. We, we were keen on the Broncos in our pre-season preview, though. They're, they're our tip for the title. So They're still a good price, aren't they? Go. I'd love to see him go, but yeah. I'm a bit worried about Brisbane myself. As we'll get to the tips later, I think they could be in for a bit of a wobble now. Okay, uh, just so everyone knows, uh, I think it was eight bucks you had the Broncos at the start of the year. That sounds familiar. Okay, they're now about six dollars, and if you want the minor premiership, Melbourne's still a dollar twenty, uh, Brisbane eight dollars uh, right there. Now we go to round fifteen and the tips. GT is your man. DC might actually listen to you this week. Is that right? Yeah, no, I've got to have to. It's three strikes and I'm out. Okay. Friday night, the Dragons take on the Bulldogs. Bulldogs are $1.66 favourites with a halves combination of Reynolds and Keating taking on the Dragons who are two twenty seven, and you get plus three and a half and a cushion for DC Chapman, uh, plus three and a half for the Dragons. No one knows what you were talking about just then, was Okay, DC was don't, uncomfortable. Don't even bother he walked across just the room, make... he picked up a cushion and sat down on the cushion. So My bottom's hurting. I'm sitting on a very hard wooden seat. He's just preparing himself for your amazing tip, GT. Go I don't for it, have Shush. lots of cushioning like you do, naturally. <laughs> Let me bring this back to some sort of sense of normality. Uh, I've just I've just dug up our pre-season preview. We were on the we were on the Broncos at thirteen dollars to win the grand okay. final. Yep. And uh, the, the tip in there, which does feel quite clever now, was we've got a Melbourne Brisbane final at forty six dollars. That was in there, so yeah, that's uh, very nice. we can share that one home. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a very big chance. So Friday night, Dragons two twenty seven. Yeah, Bulldogs. 
worthy favourites. I can't have them three and a half point favourites solo no. in their Dragonland. I, 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 they deserve to be favourites, and I, I could back the three and a half, but I, I probably wouldn't. Um, I like the Dragons here. I think they'll beat the Bulldogs, and one of my mates who's a big Bulldogs man um, warned me off the Bulldogs uh, earlier this week. He just said, "This is the kind of game we go into Wollongong and we get beat." Uh, I yeah, like... it's just they're two, they're two very similar yeah. teams, and you're asking the Bulldogs to be a lot better than yeah. the Dragons to be three points favourites. Well, yeah, the effect, yeah. I, I, just, I, I don't know. I, I can't pick Bulldogs. It's, it's the first game down at Wollongong as well for for a good year or so because we we had because of the construct. Oh no, no, sorry, I'm wrong. It was the other way around. Anyway, but who are you picking? well, I'm, I'm picking Canterbury. Uh, well, Dragons haven't been going that well, and Canterbury have, and I, I, I know the home ground advantage, but it won't be enough. I think you just are you, are you doing a was? Are you doing a was? You're getting against the Raiders. You're getting against <laughs> the Dragons. Just to get your own team, mate. He's learning, mate. He's learning. It, it's got to work something for the Dragons because they're going terribly at the moment. Uh, the next game sees the Cowboys hosting the Broncos right at the moment. Uh, the money in the market is even money, dollar ninety one each. Um, if it's even Molly, even money, sell the grandmother, sell the house, everything. Get on the Cowboys. The Cowboys deserve to be about six point favourites here. I cannot understand this line at all. All yep. in. No, I, I agree with you. Cowboys to win this. Yeah, yeah, I picked the Cowboys. Yep. Uh, and you make a good point. I think you know you lose Parker, you lose Sivan Siva, you lose. Well, Thaiday apparently might play, buddy. Just so you know, there is a chance that he actually might turn out for the Broncos. But there will be no um, Justin Hodges either. And uh, I think the Cowboys are stung from their last performance. They got dusted by the uh, Titans down in the Gold Coast. Yeah, they, there's nothing better to back than a wounded, yeah. good rugby team. The Cowboys are not where they should be in the ladder. The coach is under pressure. They've got players backing up from Origin who will have a point to prove. I, I think it's just a great bet. They deserve to be good favourites here. And the fact you can back them off scratch is, is, is huge. Right? Yeah, so just so everyone knows, Dollar only won uh, straight off the bat. And if you want one to twelve, three fifty or thirteen plus is three dollars eighty for the North Queensland Cowboys. The next game on the schedule is the Sharks and the Warriors. Uh, Warriors look pretty good Monday night. I know they gave they got a bit of a scare by letting the Panthers back in the match, but dollar sixty six for the Warriors, two twenty seven for the Sharkies, plus three and a half for the Sharkies. Now if Paul Gallon plays, it probably changes the market quite a bit. But there's a good chance he won't play because it's so soon after Origin. Um, I like the uh, the Warriors. What do you bet you, GT? Yeah, I was pleased, pleased with the Warriors on Monday because we'd, we'd tip them 13-plus and the block just got us over the line <laughs> yeah. at the, uh, right at the final the whistle there. You know, back, back to bagging the Panthers, if you will. But no, I was pleased with them. I think you're right. Whether Gallon plays or not, this line moves another two points either way. Yeah. Um, I think with him, the the Sharks are, are slight favourites. But yeah. I can see why the Warriors are favourites in the market now. My main worry for me would be teams backing up from a Monday have a horrible record. They have to do it on a Saturday, and they don't live just up the road, do they? They've got no, they, they went home, they, they came back. Yep. back. Yep. It just means I just wouldn't touch the Warriors, and I think you just leave this game. There's just too many things out of your control. Okay. DC, pick. I, I picked Cronulla on this one. I I just, I don't know, I was impressed when I watched them a few weeks back, and I've been backing them ever since. I Warriors haven't set my world on fire yet. Okay, the Parramatta Eels take on the Bunnies. six for the Bunnies, Two fifty for Parramatta. Plus four and a half for the Eels, mate. I think you were on the Eels against the Sharks a few weeks ago. You feeling the same? Yeah, and again, um, like the Eels, I think they've been ticking along nicely. And I don't, I really don't think there's much between that Eels team, which will line up, and the Bunnies team without Sam Burgess. I mean, we've yep. spoken before about how big a fan we are of the uh, of the Pom, the big Pom. And um, I just think it's very close. Plus six, that's a great bet. Yeah, I agree uh, that I'll be disagreeing. 
Um, <laughs> plus six, though, I'm with you. I think it'll be close, but I'm still taking taking the uh, Rabbitohs because I just find myself... It's very hard to pick the two teams at the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, well, yeah. That's that's right. And and I've, I don't know, I've, I've been talking all season about how much I like the Rabbitohs' momentum, and so, I, yeah, I can't pick Eels over Rabbitohs. I, I think they're, they're going to win comfortably. Well, yes, yes, they're at the bottom of the ladder. What have they had in the last four weeks? The Eels have had two buys. They beat the Sharks, who you were just saying you're a fan of. They were two points away from beating the Dragons, and they covered there. I think they're ticking along very nicely. Don't let the ladder put you off. In a, in a way, you want to forget the ladder completely. Just watch the team, watch the players coming back into form, and no, this is a good opportunity, plus six. Okay, Gold Coast and Penrith. This is at Skill Park on Sunday afternoon. $1.52 for the Titans, with a, basically their whole four-pack backing up from... Uh, origin number two and a slightly wounded Scott Prince taking on Penrith Panthers who are 260 plus five and a half for the Penny Panthers I think this is probably uh, the first game all year that the Panthers have played in that we haven't had a bet in either way <laughs> either we've been bagging them most of the time and then we, we got with them gloriously uh, the other week when was it against the Eagles um, no this is, this, is a, this is a no bet game sorry Dave what was that it's a no bet game <laughs> What are you, American? It's getting, it's getting better. I'm trying. I was deliberately. It's a no bet game. <laughs> okay then. That's terrible. All right, uh, I uh, am picking the Panthers because I said after round five I couldn't pick the Gold Coast again this season. I'm sticking strong to my principles. Penrith to win, or well, at least Penrith five and a half if you like that bet. Do you yep. see? Yep, that's all right. It's a no bet game. It's better. Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> <Do you want laughs> <some haggis? laughs> I was trying to channel Burgess just then. I don't know. <laughs> Baby John Burgess. Um, what's your what's your tip? Oh, Gold Coast. Okay, I'm, Gold I'm Coast. Going, yeah, uh, now, the next game sees the Tigers, who have won something like 84 straight, up against the Roosters, who keep blaming referees for being average. Uh, the West Tigers, $1.40. The Roosters, $3.05. Plus eight points, if you like the Roosters, G2. Uh, you you sent it. Carve up here, now. It's, uh, it's it's turkey for tea on uh, Sunday afternoon. Um, but whether whether you're making money back in the minus eight, the Tigers haven't been covering the thirteen plus very much. Um, no, the, t- the Tigers are good things, but I, I'm not sure I can back a minus eight. Do you want to speak? I I I'd back a minus twelve. I, Tigers are going to crush them, aren't they? Um, a few years ago, these two teams played at Campbelltown, and the Roosters found a way to win uh, a game that no one thought they would. I think they could do very similar things. So I am with GT in that I can't uh, give up the start. I'll pick the okay. Tigers. But you're plus eight. If you get plus eight and a half, maybe, as the uh, game gets closer, everyone figures out that Ruby Farrah is the only player backing up for the Tigers. Maybe that's a decent uh, betting option, but I am picking the Tigers, which leads us to the rematch of that little uh, Donnybrook Oval last year. Manly in the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm without Billy Slater. For this game, I'll take your 20 bucks if you want to put that on GT for this particular match. Um, <laughs> Two twenty-seven for the Storm, dollar sixty-six for Manly, and you get plus three and a half for the competition leaders in Melbourne. This is obviously a, a great game and uh, one to be very excited about. But isn't it? Do you remember right at the end of last season, the Storm went to Brookie, and it was very similar. Like the Storm had been playing well, but you could just see that the wheels were coming off a little bit. Yep. And the Eagles at that at that match and that time were a great bet. But the thing is, we could back them off scratch then. Um, it feels like a very similar occasion, but they're, they're six-point favourites, so that's, that's what they should be. Um, it should be a great game. Six-point favourites in your market now, are they? Say that again? They're six-point favourites in your market now, are they? Yeah, well, that's that's what I've got written down. That's, um, what have you got there? Minus three and a half at the moment. Oh, I could, I could probably take that. Let's <laughs> have a look. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See what we can get over here. 
see what you can get in your uh, little uh, conglomerate over there, buddy. But yeah, dollar sixty six versus two twenty seven minus three and a half manly, which is just a try, as everyone can uh, do the math. Well, it's a minus two though. Yeah. Um, well, load up on the minus two then if you can. Yeah, I, I think you you just you have to see your takeout slider and just we've said it a million times. With that big three, they can beat anyone. But gee whiz, just. Tried to after Origin one, didn't we? The the storm went up to Warriors, and we tried to get them beat. Then we thought yeah. you, you you picked that it might rest later, and you know we just thought it's a game that Bellamy doesn't mind losing. He stacks up the wins and then just gives them a rest, lets them lets them lose a few, and I don't think he'll mind getting beat here. Um, yeah, I like I like that minus two. Yeah, I'm with you, Melbourne to win. I've gone Melbourne here. I don't. I, so you're listening to GT, of course. No, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to think maybe I should, but. Oh, yeah, Billy Slater. I know he's a great player, but he's not that much involved. I mean, <laughs> have you been? I, we we established I, I this with, we established this with uh, Matty Duncan a second ago, GT. But poor old DC doesn't have Foxtel, so he actually hasn't seen Melbourne play at all this year, pretty much. <laughs> I just so, well, that's, but that's exactly right. I just keep seeing them win, so I keep saying, well, I'll, I'll pick them to beat whoever they play. That's that's <laughs> yeah. pretty much the gist of it. Uh, no, nah, it's not a bad effort. Um, GT, mate, uh, we're pretty much uh, wrapped up here on not the Footy Show episode 111. Um, what's DC looking at? Which which was the one that you, that we're going to get on GT? North Queensland. North Queensland. North so Queensland. North, he, he, he likes he likes Queensland. North Queensland. He likes season so far. Yeah. To recap, North Queensland all in. Parramatta with the start, and Manly giving the start. Is that correct? Yeah, they're they're the three good things this week. Yeah. There you go. And GT, where can everyone uh, get more tips on a lot of things, mate? I believe your Euro tips have been going crazy, according to Twitter. Uh, they've been going well. Yeah, I don't think we've had a losing day yet, which isn't too bad off uh, two tips a day. Um, so yeah, we've got Euro tips, Euro 2012 match tips for every single match. Log on to gttips.co.uk or just Google it. Or as you say, you can find us on Twitter at gt underscore tips. When we've also got US Open golf tips live for this week, if uh, if that's your thing. Yep. And then we've got a whole bunch, a whole bunch besides. Log log onto the site and have a little goosey around. Indeed. Well, GT, the fish. Thanks very much. Uh, go and enjoy Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> I'll enjoy a Coke instead. <laughs> thanks very much, GT. We'll speak to you next time on Not the Footy Show. Speak to you later. What about this third game in Suncorp? It's going to be a different game. Where do you have to uh, improve? Mate, I think you know those little ball security errors. We have to clean those up, but. Um... You know, it's always a tough game up at Suncorp. Um, you know, we have to go out there and play the perfect game because, you know, we're, with all that big Queensland crowd, you know they're going to be good. Well done, mate. Me and the match from Kino and Channel 9. Thanks, Kino. Thanks for talking to Okay, there he was, GT from GT Tips. We have to finish the show, buddy, with that man, the myth. I called you that earlier on, but it's much more appropriate with a man called... McNickinoni. Let's find him. Let's see if he wants to chat. Oop. Let's see if he wants to chat here on at the footy show as we bring home... The Origin 2 review and the Round 15 preview. Have a go. I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm going that. Have a go. Have a go. I'm not having a go. Where are you now? Where are you now? Oh, yeah, there I know. I've got to have a go. Have a go. Where are you now? I don't know. <laughs> Very good. Everybody, it's Max Nicanoni. Unfortunately, where are you now? Sorry, you just did it before.
Uh, buddy, sorry everybody, that was awful radio for about 30 seconds. Um, Do Bingle instead. Um, so where, so where the hell are you? Okay, good work. Um, thanks for being on, uh, Nick McInerney. We'll speak to you eventually. Uh, buddy, I believe we were going to add some inter- more international flavour to the show. I believe you had a, a co-pilot in the car on the way home from train that you wanted to get involved, but because of our computer issues, you couldn't get him involved. No, no, we had maybe Irish expertise on Origin. It would have been interesting to hear his take, but we'll have to wait till uh, the third game, I suppose. Okay, well, that's what we wanted to ask you, buddy. Uh, New South Wales have done the business. They've levelled up at one all. I've got two big questions I need you to ask. Answer. The first one is, how was the experience at North Ride RSL? The second thing was, how were the free hot dogs? Mate, the experience at North Road RSL was second to none. The atmosphere was pumping. We were all yelling as hard as we could through the TV. Even Jane was there cheering on the boys. Uh-huh. Um, it was an absolute epic atmosphere. Um, the hot dogs, I think I may have downed about 17 of them. <laughs> <laughs> pretty special. So, okay, um, we have to change the nickname. We have to change the nickname. You've, you've gone from where... Oh, sorry, everybody. Do it, Dave. No, I'm not, no we've, we've gone from that okay. too. Um, now I'm going to start calling you Kobe, Kobayashi. The guy who downed like 80 hot dogs in half an hour in those competitions. Oh. Or you can have Joey Chestnut. Which one do you want? Joey Chestnut or what? Kobayashi? It's, it's all about the chestnut. Okay, Joey Chestnut. What what did you make of the experience watching Origin, buddy? Oh, it was a fantastic game, man. It was it was one of the best Origins I've ever watched. Probably because New yeah. South Wales actually won. <laughs> um, but, mate, the, the first hit set the, set the tone. Tim Grant absolutely bowling yeah. over. Oh, that was freezer. fantastic, wasn't that it? Was Unbelievable. From that point on, the crowd in the RSL did not shut up. We were all going, yeah, get that in the air, stick it up your voice, come on. <laughs> stick it up your game side, as we like to say. Um, the what thing that? that hit me about the Blues, that was a great moment, obviously, to start the game, but our first set it in defence, we just yeah, went heavy. to hurt them. We didn't go to tackle them. We, we just went yeah. to absolutely rip their heads off. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was unbelievable. There was so much facial work and massaging in between the play of the balls. Ah, oh, mate, it was it was a fantastic game to watch. There was so much aggression. The intensity was, oh, you could taste it. Were, we, we wanted to tackle each other in the lounge chair. It was fantastic. Now, uh, how was uh, your mate, um, Idaho Potato, or whatever his name is, um, <laughs> how was Idaho Potato? Um, diddly, 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 Um That was terrible. Leprechaun. Cork. I'm the leprechaun. Dublin. Um, how, how did he take the game, mate? Well, this is a sad thing. He uh, he had to go and uh, and look at a property. So he's just moving house, trying to <laughs> trying to get somewhere steady for the poor man. But he did get to watch the game, so he's given me his rap. He uh, he, had, he did come to the Anzac Day game, yep. so he's, he's had a bit of a taste of rugby league. But mate, he he couldn't uh, he couldn't speak more highly of the contest. He was just saying, mate, that was so physical. He couldn't imagine as an absolute army machine himself. Now, um, interesting that you bring up, I mean, obviously you guys uh, are footballers, uh, soccer, Dave, in case you weren't sure. Yeah, right, okay. Plays. Um, there was an interesting Twitter exchange between a guy who used to play for Sydney FC in Adelaide called Mark Rudin and um, one of the writers for the Herald. And apparently Rudin complained to the writer of the Herald that how come you didn't get excited about um, the Australia-Japan game the night before oh as much as you did goodness. about Please. the um, Please. the origin. Now, I Go back both... to the rock that you've hang been on, living hang under. On, hang on, hang on, Fox Store Boy. Um, I watched the other game and it, it had some moments. It was great, but what? how can anybody tell? Me, shush! How can anybody possibly compare the two and say that soccer that soccer game was a better spectacle than the league game? 
mate, as a as a devout football fan, as in the round ball football, the the Origin, I would take I would take a million Origin games over any one of those football over those football games. The the soccer was good. The twenty first twenty minutes, Aussies were dominating. There were chances, sticking fast. It was, it was good competition. But oh, mate, the physicality and the aggression yeah. in that rugby league. You tell me, if, if you're a man, you would rather watch Origin. I don't care where you're from. <laughs> now I have to ask. We've we've already discussed it with Maria. And we've discussed it with Matt. The last twenty minutes, mate. Everybody knows what we think about the last 20 minutes. How do you feel about the last 20 minutes? Uh, I couldn't watch. My hand, uh, I was peeking through my fingers going, <laughs> it's, it's happening again. It was set up for them, to, for us to be in the perfect position and throw it away and just be under the pump. But you know what the difference was for me? Billy Slater was running on one leg and he couldn't pop up and finish the game for him. I'm, I'm telling you, yep. if that guy was fit, we would have lost that game. Ooh, I like I'll that, call yeah. it right there. I'll call oh. it right there. He had no impact on the game last night. No impact. Speaking of impact, what about the new uh, man to run for Prime Minister of Australia, Roberto Ferragio? <laughs> Roberto, I, I'm, I've got to say you've lost me on this one. Was I haven't done my research? Roberto Ferragio. That's his new. That's his new, new nickname. Because Robbie Farah is just a little bit too ocker. Oh, Robbie Farah wasn't he just sensational? How did he not get man of the match? We, oh, we all Roberto. we all wonder that, buddy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was, I was saying to the other guys, and I'm not saying it just because I told you so, it's not that at all, it's just that, for me, it's very gratifying, for him it's obviously even more so, clearly, but to watch him be able to make an impact at Origin after I've been bleating on about it for th- four years or whatever, it's just, like, what took them so long? Yeah, exactly. Didn't it make you so happy for him, though? And you know what? To, just to prove the point, an Irishman who has watched three games of rugby league, you know what he says to me when I get in the car? He goes, mate, that Robbie Farrer is some player. Even he, an untrained eye, picked Robbie Farrer as man of the match. He said, outstanding. Yeah. By far and away, the best player on the field. So there you go, boys. There it is. I can't, I can't put it any better than that. Robbie Farrer, sorry, Roberto Ferragio for Prime Minister of Australia. It's going to happen. Same up. Are, we, Same are up. we counting our chickens before our eggs are hatched. If you can't enjoy stopping or delaying seven straight years of origin losses, if you can't enjoy okay. it for the first 24 hours after the game, DC Chapman, there is the door. <laughs> that's it, man. That's it. Turn it up. We're, we're going to win it. This is it. This is our year. And don't you remember how we felt last year? If we hadn't have enjoyed last year in that no, two yeah, weeks in between? Right, right here. And remember how bad it felt after we lost? You've got to enjoy this time uh, while you okay, can. Okay, no, but this is my point. You're doing it deliberately because you think we're still going to lose game three. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. That's that's why you're enjoying this moment so well. I'm not ready to celebrate yet because I feel the momentum and I feel we are going to win game three. And then I will celebrate till the cows come home. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. No, not going to happen. <laughs> if we lose, I know how it's going to feel, so I'm going to live it up. And I still believe that we are going to win. Uh, this is the most competitive... New South Wales team I've seen in these seven years. It's uh, got class, history, and you can't you, you, just, you can't have enough class in your team. People can change games. And that's what we've got in our team, finally. It oh, makes you begs the question, how the heck did I think we were going to win last year when you compare the two <laughs> I know, teams? I know. <laughs> Look at the teams compared. Mate, the forwards, the forwards are outstanding this year. There's just no weak point. It's unbelievable. We've got playmakers, mate. It's the big difference. Um, well, yeah. he's, he's so much of a playmaker. No, well, he, doesn't have to, he hasn't had to be. You, you think about how we've played in those first two games. Carney has done one... Awesome play. Okay, that that should they the take the kicking duties off Carney so he can't kiss can... anybody oh, else. Oh, so you know, he can... If they're going to make any change, I'm sure you boys have talked about. I'm sure everyone's made the same comment. Duarte out, Brett Morris in. Oh please, boys on the no, Morris boys on the wing. No, no, because Brett Morris has got terrible hands. They would target him the exact so same way. That's not true. That's not true. He does not have terrible hands. 
He is he is a liability on the he wing. Had, he has similar speed and ability to his brother, no. and his brother played I extremely like, like well him. last night. I like him, but I, he's not. He's proven listen, at Origin that he's not up to it. I don't know about that. And unfortunately, I don't and know I'll, I'll temper that. that. I'll temper that with unfortunately the last two games, you always look the same. But I don't think you improve that much, or even at all, oh, by changing you Morris for your in the first half, Uate makes zero tackles and Joshi makes about 17 for him, covering him. Well, Uate, you want that because they didn't, score, I don't, any, they didn't score any points down his wing, mate. I don't like having an origin side where the winger can't back himself to catch a bomb. I, I yep, hate uh, that. Yep. That is don't ridiculous. Don't you recall how ordinary Morris was a year and a half ago? A year no, and a half ago. Game one last year, he was awful. It was, that was a year and a half ago. Hey, you, you... I, don't, I don't remember him being awful either. I'm not. I, I, I like Brett Morris. I think Brett Morris is a good footballer. I just don't think you can take out the match winning ability of Uate to play Brett Morris. The thing is, he didn't he can't play. Uate didn't play that bad that it warrants him getting dropped. You got to give him another chance. You can't. You can't bring in Morris. But someone teach that guy how to catch a high ball because feed oh, income. Agree. Agree. I just. Don't, I just think you. I'll tell you the guy I'd love to come in if he was fit. Michael Gordon. That's who I'd have. But he's not fit. Can't bring him in. Anyway, boys. Get your tips for round, fifth, round 15, <laughs> uh, Nick McInerney. Uh Friday yeah, night, yeah. buddy, you, your Dragons are taking on the Bulldogs. What do you like? Oh, mate, I don't like this game. That's what I like. Um, I, don't know, I don't know who to go. The Dragons have not been impressing me much. They don't impress me much, so I'm going to go to the doggies. <laughs> uh, He's saying it himself. Yeah, I know. Are you going to put it? Are you going to go and find it? Oh, 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 we have to now. Um, <laughs> Cowboys versus Broncos, mate. I'm going the Bronx. I can't understand why the Cowboys are favourites. Can you tell me? Enlighten me. Uh, listen to the podcast. Uh, Cronulla and okay. the Warriors. Warriors. PG-13 is probably going to be out. Yep. Uh, Eels and the Bunnies. Bunnies play a thousand. Uh, Titans and Panthers. This one's tight. It is in Titanville, is it not? <laughs> it is. I'm going to have to take the Titans just purely on that. <sighs> Uh, Tigers and the Roosters. Terrible game, don't watch it. Not that, not this one. Titans, Panthers, don't watch it. <laughs> okay. Tigers and Roosters. Tigers, sign them up. Okay, and Manly and Melbourne, Monday night. Oh, this one, this one's tough. I was sweating over it. Will they be licking their wounds? Slate is out for like four weeks, they say. Yeah, four to eight. Up two. So, oh, oh. I still love Melbourne. you got to go Melbourne. All right. There's your tips now, buddy. We can tell you that DC's taken... In this game or all up? Oh, for the special fried rice, I have taken the Tigers. Maria has taken the Bulldogs. GT's taken the Cowboys. Uh, Matt has taken the Bunnies. I've taken the Warriors. And you are taking... Oh, wow. Um, let's lock in... Essentially, I can tell you Broncos. you can pick. You can pick. You can pick the, the Broncos. You can pick the Broncos, the Titans, yeah. or the Melbourne Storm. I'm going to take the Bronx. I'm backing them against the Cowboys. Okay, well, there is our tips for round 15. Max Nickenoni's made it two weeks in a row. I, I Yeehaw! Think we just give him a bit of a golf clap. Oh, thanks, thanks, boys. Thanks, appreciate it. Well done. And, buddy, uh, yes, I hope you enjoyed the uh, glorious game that was last night. I know you enjoyed it. I know everybody enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us God. here on Not The Footy Show. I've been Wart Nicholson. I've been DC Chapman. Where are you now? Enjoy your league, league lovers. See everybody. We'll see you next week with our regulation show. We might even have a Rookie of the Year preview coming up either this week or next week. Or maybe the week after that. But definitely before the end of the year. Do we have any big guests 
lined up anytime soon. You just were it. Um, thanks very ah. much, everyone. Um, we'll speak to you again on the footy show. Give us a rating on Facebook. Give us a uh, oh, not Facebook on iTunes or Facebook. Say hello at Twitter at EronTweet.wnicholson.com, and we will speak to Mac McNamee. I'm sure in the next two or three months. Thanks, everybody. Why don't you fellas have a Pepsi? Pepsi. Give us your best Pepsi. 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 <laughs> See you, everybody. Pepsi. See you, buddy. Pepsi. 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 No, not 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 no Bura. Doesn't work. Bura. <laughs> Pepsi. I love you. I love you. I love New South Wales. Go New South Wales. Of international hits, including Kiss from a Rose and Crazy, and is currently a coach on Channel 9's The Voice. Ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Seal. But we're never gonna survive unless we get a little crazy. No, we're never gonna survive us. We are a little crazy. Love, love, love. Okay, boys, if that doesn't pump you up, nothing will. Okay, everyone, finally here. Uh, we just tacked this on right at the end of the show because I forgot about it. Ben no- uh, Noves uh, joined us on Twi- uh, Facebook and he said, asked for their favourite moments and he said, DC? Jennings knocking the ball out of Tate's hands. Everyone thought he could be the X Factor that won Origin. No one thought it would be like that. Also, Grant's first run of the game, knocking Pedro on his bum <laughs> and Lewis making some awesome one-on-one tackles. Panthers fans, can you tell? No, he said, I'm a Panthers fan, can you Can you tell? Um, that was Ben Nobes. He uh, obviously was very happy with all the Penrith guys. I can't believe we didn't bring it up. I meant to bring it up with Maria, but that play by Michael Jennings to knock the ball out of Brent Tate's hand, yeah, it won yeah, the game. Yeah. It saved us from... Because he was scoring. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're giving Roberto Ferragio all the, all the credit, but Michael Jennings, well done, young man. And the best bit is he's not playing for Windsor this week. Um, I think that's pretty much everything here on Not The Footy Show. i just got to quickly double-check if there's any other... Comments on our Twitter page. DC, where can people go for all the player ratings from Origin number two? WDNicholson.com. What's that again? WDNicholson.com. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Stuart Skulls from the UK said he watched the game a few hours ago. Great win for the Blues. Showed a lot of backbone. Being a UK's Blues fan finally paid off. Well, it may not have completely paid off. We've still got one more game, but well done, buddy. And uh, two guys, Gregory Camilleri and Couch Halfback and Gab Jackson. They said... Um, pretty much, not all, all, practically all of them said they didn't think Robbie Farrow was the man heading into Origin this year. They've changed their minds. They said they're on the Farrow, their new, new team Farrow, raise a glass to Robbie Farrow, flawless Origin performance. And there's a lot of comments on Twitter. Thanks very much to everybody for engaging us last night after the match. But Farrow for PM, get the, get the hashtag going if you'd like. Uh, if you know what a hashtag is, DC. I don't know what a hashtag That's is. That's right. But uh, Farrow for PM. I, I was thinking one of those badges. 
you know, you know those vote vote for Pedro uh, badges. Yeah, very much so. Uh, as you can tell, vote, everyone uh, for sticking around for the very end of the show was so worth it. I've been Warwick. I've been DC. And Magnic and Ernie. No. <laughs> what, do you, what, what, should the, what should league lovers do? You want me to say enjoy your league, league lovers? That'll do. <laughs> Just go away now. I've had a gut full of you the whole game. Oh, I see. Rory Farrow is a champion. Not just for the show. Sure.